completely came in my mind and then forgot. Alright. Um, I'm hoping everybody can hear me tonight. Maybe just say this is going to be it. Okay, it's going to help or hinder. Um, we'll get into our prayer request and then we'll get into the study this evening um, and uh, go through that. We do, again, appreciate everybody's prayers for Mariah and Paisley and Zach. They've made it through the hospital and now they're back home with us. And so we, we appreciate that, all your prayers there. And I know they continue to cover your prayers as she... Uh, continues to grow and get past uh, this part of things uh, but do remember those on our uh, prayer request uh, lifting them up brother Sue Paul sister Nim sister Donna Fay um, Doug Calvert's son did go home but uh, remember him sister Rhonda Collins sister Donna Arnold uh, sister Mary Real sister Rhonda Robbins Brother Roy Campbell, Brother Bill and Sister Joanne, Sister Barbara's granddaughter Maggie, Brother Gary and Sister Joanne's grandson and Sister Joanne's I, um, uh, Sister Reva Barnes, her brother, uh, Timothy King, Brother Danny and Sister Kenya. Uh, they were doing a little better yesterday, and um, but uh, he said he had to come home early. Uh, but continue to remember him and Sister Kenya. Uh, continue to remember Darren in your prayers. Uh, remember Melanie, uh, Sister Aggie Freeman, and their family. Uh, remembering them in your prayers. Uh, Brenda Walls, Debbie Henderson, Brother Danny, Sister Kay. Uh, lifting them up. I believe I said Darren, but I'll say it one more time. Remember Darren if I didn't say Darren. Um, just really lift him up in prayers. Uh, Brother Johnny Belt, uh, continue to pray for him. Justin Keener, uh, Eva Dodd, Sister Rose Todd, um, Sister Gail Pate's great nephew and her doctor Bill Curry, uh, Debbie Scott, Tom Jarrett, uh, Aubrey, Aubrey, Aubrey Bedford, um, Sister Lisa and her family, Brother Grant and his family, Brother Daniel, Sister Diane, Kathy King, and then uh, I believe that's all that we had and didn't have any extras there, but just remember to pray for all of those, uh, lifting them up in your prayers um, and uh, just the needs that are, that are there. With that, we'll go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll get into the Word. Father, tonight, uh, thank you, precious Lord, for your love and mercy. I thank you, dear God, for the blessings you give us, Lord, the opportunities that we have, Father, to share thy word and, and share, Lord, your love we, we need to take. Father, they're getting to be fewer. Lord, we don't know exactly how long time is, but I honestly believe time is running short. People need to be making choices, Father, choosing you, we pray. But, dear God, we know, Father, that not all will. 
But Lord, I pray help us tonight to do our part to be an influence for you. Lord, we ask you that you'd reach down, touch the needs, dear God, according to your plan and purpose, touching each heart and each home. And Lord, we do thank you for all the prayers you've already answered and the things you've done, the blessings you give, Father, the miracles you've worked. And Lord, we just pray tonight, Father, that as we spend a few moments in your word, that we'll say that which you'd have us to. And Lord, we do thank you. Father, we do praise you. And we praise and give you glory for all things in Christ's precious name. And amen. Amen. I am uh, thankful. Again tonight for God and his love want to read to you a few passages of scripture in uh, Psalms chapter 65 will be our first place I will give you some background on this not um, uh, well I've shared before a little bit but maybe tonight will be a time to remind us as we see that time is changing. Definitely seeing a lot of the book of Matthew chapter 24 fulfilled, have been for a while, but even the more now. And a lot of times we don't talk with any urgency on things because we don't really think about how soon Time could come to an end, how soon life could change. And the truth of the matter is this, I think that if the Lord was to come, and uh, I know he will, but if he was to come, uh, none of us who are born again, uh, none of the children under the, and we say age of accountability, but uh, none of the kids that have not reached the point of accountability under the Lord, all of, all of those folks, the redeemed, the blood-bought, uh, those serving the Lord. And when I say redeemed and blood-bought, I, I believe if you're going to be right with God, you need to be serving Him. You cannot have a um, vocal lies commitment without anything to back it up. I've said that a lot lately. We preached about that Sunday night. You know, who are we really? Um, but uh, all of those folks who are uh, prepared to meet the Lord, uh, they will not know that they're no longer on earth. Uh, they'll not know that time has ended down here. Uh, but those that are not prepared and ready, they will know that. They will understand that because they will find that the wrath of God has been brought forth. And I know that there are a lot of folks who teach and preach that um, the tribulation time, folks will uh, get saved and lives will be changed. I, I don't see that in the scripture anywhere. So if you find it, you can point it out to me, but I don't see that. Um, and I don't believe that you can be saved if the Holy Ghost of God has been removed. I, I just, there's no way to be saved if there's no Spirit of God. If God's not dealing with the heart of man, uh, there is no salvation. And so, uh, simplicity on that there tonight, not talking so much to those that are lost, but if you are lost, uh, 
just accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. Get in the Word of God and follow Him. Do your best. Um, seek Him. You, you cannot go wrong seeking the Lord. Read the book of Romans. Read the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read John, First uh, John, Second John, Third John, and in First uh, Peter, Second Peter. Just read it. Read the Word of God. Start in the New Testament. Read it. Read the Old Testament if time permits. I'm not trying to tell you not to go to the Old Testament, but can I tell you, uh, we live today in the grace of Jesus Christ. Um, there, there's so much to be seen there. But there's things that were said in the Old Testament tonight uh, that I want to look at because here is why we know today to live the way that we're supposed to in that I believe that we um, deal with just, just Christian folks tonight. We need to be honest in our words, or if we're going to be a Christian, we need to be honest in our words. There are a lot of folks who started out this journey, and they said, Lord, if you will do this, I will follow you wherever you lead me. Lord, if you'll get me out of this, I, I will follow you all the days of my life. Lord, save me, and I'll, I'll be different, I promise. And we vow vows even after we're saved, and we ask God to do things, and we ask God to help us do things. And we make these vows, and then we break those vows, or we forget them, or they don't become important. They slide off to the side. But... I see tonight that we as Christians and, and Christian folks today, they don't even take the vows seriously uh, when they uh, vow to the Lord. And I've talked about this of late, but uh, this evening just kind of become more prominent in my mind. Uh, so Psalms chapter 65, verse 1 says, Praise waiteth for thee, O God of Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed when we ask God or we tell God we are going to do something we need to do it we need to perform the vow that we've committed to God I've said it many times God operates out of the four corners of this book he operates out of his word if it's contained in this scripture he operates out of it when I stand before him in judgment it would be according to the word that he's given me. So there's not going to be any surprises uh, in judgment. There's not going to be any more severity of punishment than what's in this word. And by the way, the severity of punishment for rejection of this word is uncomprehendable. And, and people, uh, we need to understand that. But in the same aspect, uh, the reward for obedience and following, accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior of our lives, and then going with Him, the reward is uncomprehendable, uh, just the same. Uh, verse 2 says, O thou that hearest prayers unto thee shall all flesh come. Iniquity prevail against me, as for out of transgression, for thou purged them away. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest, and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in the, thy courts. We shall be satisfied 
with the goodness of thine, thy house, even thy holy temple. I'm just telling you, when, when you perform the vow that you've committed, Lord, I give you my life, and then God has your life, and you follow the Lord with your heart, and, you, and you're serving him, uh, understanding you're not perfect. God understands that. God looks at that. But understanding this, our imperfections are not our excuse for sin, but rather our learning not to sin, and we try and strive uh, to keep our word to the Lord. And when we mess up, we, we straighten it up with the Lord. Uh, he's faithful, the Bible says. If we confess our faults, He's faithful to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all our iniquities. Uh, that's just the love of God towards you and I. Jump over to the 76th chapter of the same book here of, of Psalms, chapter 76. And look at what he says here. Vow, verse 11, I'm sorry. Vow and pay unto the Lord your God. Vow. So commit. He said then pay it. Just a minute ago, what did we say? Uh, the vow uh, and unto thee in Psalm 65, verse 1. And unto thee shall the vow be performed it's given to the lord this one vow and pay uh, remember the commitment that you made to god remember the commitment that you asked the lord to do uh, you asked him to work in your life you asked him to uh, work in your family's life uh, uh, maybe it was in your job there was something uh, i don't want to say different but but you know a lot of times when we're going through circumstances and situations we ask God to do something and in asking God to do something we raise the standard of our lives towards God and we say we're going to do better and we're going to do this and God if you work this way God I, I promise you know we make a vow and, and I'm just telling you tonight church uh, I know a lot of people don't make those in sincerity but can I tell you, as a Christian, remembering that vow that I committed unto the Lord, uh, that means something to me. And, and when you keep that vow, it brings peace into your heart. It brings peace into your life. It brings peace uh, around you even and helps you get through circumstances and situations because your commitment unto God. And you know this, that if we're committed unto him, he's committed unto us. He, he, uh, again, he operates within the confine of the scripture. He said, if you draw nigh unto me, I will draw nigh unto you. Jesus said, all who come unto me, I will in no wise cast out. So when you come to him, and, and, and the Bible tells us this, you know, uh, he, he's not going to just turn you away and reject you and throw you out. If you're coming to him, he's there to accept. The problem is, is we want to come on our terms a lot of times instead of on his terms. We come with our will instead of in his will. But but again, you know, we, we get to that spot and we, we make that valve and we say, Lord, I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to you and I'm gonna follow you and I'm gonna do this and 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 then we don't do it. And we wonder why things are a mess and we wonder why things are so hard and why things are a struggle. And and I thought about the scripture there tonight as as i said you know it's kind of been one of those days where i just i told Ned, i said just 
I feel I don't feel um, on. I don't feel into it and, and so you know it's easy then to just simply turn and, and say you know we're not going to do nothing tonight this kind of you know everybody understands you know we all have problems we all have days and and uh but i thought about the scripture and it says be instant in season and out of season and then it says reprove reprove rebuke and exhort with all long suffering and you know uh, the Word of God does all of those things, but the key thought of that verse there that, that got me this evening was being instant in season and out of season. I, I would say today's been my out of season day, and, and so while I've been out of season, it's not that I haven't prayed. Matter of fact, last night uh, I got up and I got my uh, 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 my Bible and my notes out and and I put together some some things that was on my mind that was rushing through there. I started I started praying and and instead of trying to remember when I woke up this morning, I went ahead and, and went and got my stuff and, and began to put some things together. And and boy, I tell you, I thought, boy, man, tonight uh, there's going to be something I have. And then as the day progressed, and it just seemed like it was harder and harder and harder uh, to 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 go forth in that. But again. Uh, that scripture when I was getting ready tonight, I, I thought, you know, I'll just sing, a, get 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 the guitar out and sing a few songs, and and it'd been good. I mean, it'd been an easy. But can I tell you, church, we we are asking God to commit to us, but we're not asking or we're not willing to commit back to God. A lot of times, the failure of the church today is a lack of commitment in a lack of vow pain we vow those vows to god and then when god performs his side we don't perform our side and we're not committed in a lot of ways and then we wonder why things uh, are going the way that they are if you look at ecclesiastes chapter 5 in uh, verse 4 there uh, he says this uh, why thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it. Why, why would we do that? Honest and truly, why, why would we do that? Why would we do that to God? He said, all that round out about him bring presence unto him that ought to be feared. You know, we're going to tell somebody we're going to do something and we pay that to the king, we pay that to whomever, we you know, we're afraid of mankind, but, but we've lost our fear for God. The Bible even tells us there's none that feareth him. And, and you know, when you don't fear God, uh, there's trouble brewing. I'm going to tell you right now, in this country does not fear God. This world does not fear God. And the reason why is because a lot of people who are supposed to be Christians don't fear God. And yet the Bible tells us plainly, in, in the, the Prover Proverbs chapter 1. In verse 7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Church, that, that's you and me. We're supposed to be those that fear the Lord. Remember, we, we use the scripture, uh, I shall not fear what man shall do to me. Why? 
Uh, fear not, uh, who, you know, him who can kill the body can do no more, but fear him who can kill the body and destroy both the body and soul in hell. We know the fear of God, but there's not a fear of God. Therefore, there's no commitment to the keeping of the vows that we make. There's no uh, urgency in having a relationship the way that we need to have uh, unto the Lord. Uh, going on there. It says, in, 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 again, in Ecclesiastes 5, 4, When thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he that hath pleasure, for he hath no pleasure in fools. Pay that which thou hast vowed. And then look at the next one. Verse 5, Better is it that thou shouldest not vow than thou shouldest vow and not pay it. It's, it's real simple. It's hard for people. And, and be careful what you say. Uh, you know, but the Bible tells us to do things, and, and we say, I'm going to do that. Uh, again, uh, you know, acknowledge. Uh, I can't think of the scripture now. But uh, it tells us, you know, if we... Uh, Put our faith and our trust in God. He'll direct our paths. He'll He'll guide us. He'll He'll do all of these things. Why? Because we're following Him. Uh, Psalm, Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against Thee. Uh, and so we vow that unto Him. And, and so when we're vowing the vow unto the Lord, we should keep that commitment and we shall keep that promise and we should not deter from it we should not allow ourselves to be distracted from it but we should hold to it and uh, make sure that we follow through and do that which we do uh, and, and if we do that the blessings that come to you and I the blessings that come from God because we've done what we told him we were going to do is, is just incomprehensible Again, I can't get past the book of Malachi, the third chapter, and he says, Try me and prove me and see if I will not open to you the windows of heaven and pour you out such a blessing as you have not room enough to receive it. We talk about contain. Uh, my house has a little bit of area to contain. My property has area to receive. And yet God has said there's not enough room to receive the blessings that he will give us if we will trust him and follow him and prove him and show him. And again, he said it's better that we should not bow than to vow a vow and then not pay that vow. We need to keep our commitments unto the Lord. We need to be faithful unto him. We're, again, expecting God to do his work. We're expecting God to perform His Word. God's expecting us to perform our Word. He's expecting us to follow Him, just like we said we would. Lord, I, I give my heart to You. I, I don't know how many times I've prayed, Father, help me to be a better man of God. Father, help me uh, uh, to be a better husband. Father, help me to be a better dad, to be a better granddad, to be a better a pastor to be a better preacher and, and lord help me if you help me dear god you know I, i'm going to be able to uh, i'll study more I'll, I'll pray more 
and, and you know, and then you find yourself struggling. And again, the Lord understands we're, we're imperfect, but it's those vows that we've made, it's those 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 commitments that we've committed to God. He expects us to keep those commitments to Him, and I promise you, church. If we will do that, we will see the benefits of serving God. We will see the blessings of serving God. He, he is the almighty God, the almighty Father. There, there's just no limitation unto what God can do and what God will do for those who follow him faithfully and truthfully and honestly and serve him with the whole heart, just like the scripture says, with the whole heart, with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our might. We've got to put effort into it. And so I'm just uh, telling you tonight, church, and, and just thinking about this, and, and again, going through this, you, you, you made a vow, pay that vow. Keep that commitment to the Lord. Follow him with a whole heart, follow him earnestly and sincerely. And, and I can tell you, it makes such a difference. The devil does not want you to perform the vow you vowed unto God because he knows that when you do that, you're going to find extra peace in your life. You're going to find extra strength in your life. You're going to find extra joy in your life. You're going to find extra purpose in your life. And you know what? You're going to be a, 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 a soul winner. You're, you're going to be somebody who encourages people. Uh, and it's just going to change the lives of those around you even. So tonight, uh, just think about things that you've said over your life, how that you would serve God and what you would do. And go back and perform those commitments unto the Lord and be that faithful steward, that faithful Christian that you told God that you would be and that you wanted to be and be ready for God to bring peace in your life over these things and to bring strength in your life, um, to bring opportunity uh, to be a witness for him and share that with others. Uh, and, and I'll just tell you tonight, I honestly believe if we do that, things begin to change in, in this old world for, for Christians. Um, and, and it would just be different. I promise it would be different uh, in your life. Father, I'm so thankful tonight for your love and mercy. And I'm so thankful, Lord, for your word and how it directs us, dear God. And thank you, God, for giving me the thought and the strength to do tonight what you would have me to do. God, for not letting me um, just sit back and do nothing. God, I, I'm, I'm so thankful that your word is like what Elijah said. It's a fire shut up in my bones that I just can't contain. It's not something I can walk away from. It's not something I can ignore. It's not something I can stop spreading and speaking about. 
Lord, tonight I'm so thankful, Father, for those who will tune in and listen. And I pray, God, that you'll just help them and strengthen them as they go on through this next remaining part of the week. And even past that, Lord, we know tonight, dear God, that truly you could come at any moment for any of us or for all of us. And Lord, my heart's desire, my prayer is that we'd be all ready for such a call to be made. And I just thank you so much, and I love you, Lord. And again, I ask you to touch the needs of each one according to your plan and purpose and your will for their lives. And we'll give you glory, we'll give you praise, and we'll give you honor. In Jesus' precious, righteous, and holy name, and amen, amen. God bless you. We love you. I hope to see you Sunday, Lord willing. I'll be praying one for another. And again, pray for the needs we mentioned this evening if you can.